Hello and welcome to Small Town Banter, a rural library podcast about the Parkland County community, local events, and good old-fashioned Albertan humor. Small Town Banter was created by Parkland County Libraries as a way to connect you with your community from the comfort of your home. Stay tuned for special guests, funny antics, and so much more. We would like to discuss topics you're thinking about and hopefully others that have never crossed your mind. We endeavor to lighten your day and at times ponder the obscure. Welcome to Small Town Banter. We're so excited to be here. You are listening to Brittany and Lorena from Parkland County Libraries. And this week we are talking about our Indigenous days. Before we start this episode, we wish to acknowledge that the land on which each branch of Parkland County Libraries resides is a welcoming and safe place for people from across the world. This space we value so much is a part of Treaty 6 territory and home to many Indigenous peoples, including Cree, Blackfoot, Métis, Nakota Sioux. Parkland County Libraries is dedicated to ensuring that the spirit of Treaty 6 is honoured and respected. Okay, community and library updates. So libraries are open to the public again with some COVID restrictions still in place, but we're so excited. Uh, We're at 30% capacity, face masks are still required and social distancing, hand sanitizing, all of that kind of stuff. With the reopening, I have had a lot of people stopping by or emailing, just kind of asking like, how do you get a library card? Are there perks to getting a library card? Why should I get a library card? Well, friends, you can stop at any of our Parkland County libraries to sign up, or you can even go on our website and do it for free. There's a link right there. Everything is totally free. And the library card gets you access to all of the physical materials in the library, books, large print, audiobooks, movies. We have special kits, like our, my new favorite thing, the soil testing kits. Mm-hmm. I, uh, if you want to grow roses in your yard, I definitely recommend checking out one of the soil testing kits because it will make your life so much easier. Educational kits for kids, and they're so fun. I check them out for my the, the little ones in my family all the time, and they really love them. If you get a whole backpack full of fun stuff. Your library card also gives you access to online e-resources. So if you need a little homework help, if you want to download the newspapers, if you want to watch movies, look at comic books, TV shows, there's just like, I feel like I could go on for a really Mm -hmm. long time talking about all of the perks of your library card. There's braille material, like there's, it's just the, there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. It's accessible to everyone. Um, I know that's I'm kind leaving... of the fun of it a little bit is exploring. Totally. And that, like we have five libraries and all of them have different, like I get excited when I go to visit one of our like other libraries because you just never know what you're going to find. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm missing, like I'm skipping something. There's something else I wanted to tell everybody that you can get, but just give me a call and we'll talk about it. And we love hearing from you, all of our five library we just love chatting so call us if you have questions we are here for you what about programs Lorena? well we're that much closer the summer reading program is literally right around the corner and that is for all ages little guys up to 99 and over even and uh, there's just a myriad of programs that are free for the community and patrons one that i kind of wanted to talk about was the adopt a bear so that's my favorite yes. thing Now, all of this, if you go on our website, which we'll provide the link, you can register for any and all of the programs, and one of them being the Adopt-A-Bear program. So, and the theme this year is Game On, 
So game on, everyone. Yeah, the opportunities are endless. Mm -hmm. One last community thing I wanted to talk about is just because we are yes. currently sitting in the Elmosa Library, right. in the new recreation center. And the number two question that we get is, <laughs> when is the pool opening? Well, my friends, the answer is soon. I don't have an exact date. But the pool is opening. They're getting everything ready. Everybody on the pool side of this building is so excited to just open the doors and let everybody in. And they're so close. Like, we're so close. They're working we, hard to make that happen. Yeah, and it's going to be a really great summer. Yes. Like, restrictions aside, they are just a great team and it's going to mm -hmm. be fun this whole building is going to be filled with excitement and mm -hmm. we all can't wait to see you so swimming books movies there's lots of things to be done this summer good thing of the week Brittany. what do you have for us this week so what i have it's not about plants i'm not talking about anything green this wow. week what? you must okay. be holding back because I, mean, I know you know want who to i am <laughs> no i went camping Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was just one night in a tent, and it was exactly what I needed. It was, it was so much fun just getting out and being in those. Well, it rained quite a bit, but did. we did get a little bit of sunshine and just, just being outside with my family. And yeah. I got to buy cherries. I've been dying, like actually dying to buy BC cherries. And I don't know if you've gone to the grocery store to get them, but... They're very expensive this year, and right. I finally got a bag of cherries. Um, well, they're so. expensive at the best of times. Oh so. so camping and just family and fun, it was yeah. really great. Filling your heart. Yeah. Well, same thing. I'm going to kind of mirror that. I saw family that I hadn't connected with for a year or more, and everything from my nieces to my grandparents. And it was just wonderful to see their faces and hear some of the stories about when we were little and about so nice. you know times of past and reminiscing together. yeah and just just to see everyone's faces right and the weather on Sunday was just perfect for all ages we could be outside it was so nice and it dawned on us what you know besides seeing one another uh, we were outside. I don't want to say this just about because I'm scared I'm going to jinx it, but no mosquitoes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We were, I buy like the citronella wristbands and yeah. I stick them on all of our ankles. And Did I they actually like, work? Well, I think so. Okay. But there was, you're right, there wasn't no. that many mosquitoes, but we didn't get any bugs around us. Yeah. So between the weather, you know, it being nice and having that little bit of breeze, it just, it just added to the goodness of the day so yeah okay. I, my heart is full and it sounds like yours is also i have a question that came out of this weekend all for you mm -hmm. do you know how to make s'mores well there's the original s'mores with the graham crackers dairy milk and or there's my version now that i'm getting older Ooh. and lazier and it's buying cookies and pulling them apart and putting so how do you assemble? So when we were camping, yes, there was six adults. Mm -hmm. Five of them did not know how to make s'mores. They knew the ingredients, what was involved with s'mores. But I was the only person that knew how to make s'mores. What didn't they know? They thought you put the whole thing, like the graham crackers and the chocolate and the marshmallows on like one on top, thing like an open and then Denver? put it in the fire. Like oh. you assemble it, right? Like 
Oh, you get your no. sandwich ready, roast your marshmallow, and, and then, then close the sandwich, it, right? Yeah, and you Thank make sure you. it's closed. It's not like an open Denver. Yeah. Yeah. I needed a little validation because I was yeah. like, maybe this is me. No. All right. Uh, we're on board here. Okay. I, I'm totally Please. Team Brittany here. Yes. Finally, someone's <laughs> on my side. Well, I'm happy that we all yeah. had a good week, and I hope everyone out there did as well. Book of the week. Brittany, what is your favorite book of the week? I actually am excited to talk about this book. <laughs> of course what you a are. surprise. But I picked a children's book this okay. week. And I um I think it's a really special book. It's very important. It is called When We Are Kind, and it's by celebrated author Monique Gray Smith. So okay. this is just a very like Monique Gray Smith is a Canadian Indigenous author, and she just writes beautiful stories. And the, this story has, it's illustrated by, I'm sorry, I'm going to say her last name wrong, like I always do, Nicole Needhart. And uh, it's just a very beautiful, gentle book that encourages children to be kind to others, but also to themselves, mm -hmm. which I think is a very important lesson to learn. And it's just how simple acts of everyday kindness they just incur like it's important and it's encourages children to just explore how they feel like how good it feels to be nice to someone else like it's very gratitude there's a lot of gratitude um i'm getting a little bit tongue-tied here because i just i think it's it's just about it being kind and how it's you I mean, get a little bit back from it too. yeah and if you're used to um being kind and it coming back at you it's kind of then a reflex you start to expect to be treated better and mm -hmm. you then it's demand that you treat other people so it's just a yeah. reciprocal thing in it you know and i love the lesson that you don't have to it doesn't always have to be a grand gesture you don't have to mm -hmm. buy someone 40 roses and fill the house with right. candles and wine and everything like well, i'm going all romantic but like you know what i mean like yes. it doesn't have to be a big thing you can just Give a smile. Give a smile. Tell, yeah. tell someone that. Or even human beings just want to be acknowledged and have that connection. So just acknowledging somebody in the room Absolutely. that you notice them. Yeah. Oh, thank you for saying that. Oh, yeah. like we all know different things. Oh, sorry, I thought you were telling me thank you for saying thank that. Thank you like, for saying I'm that, like, Oh, what did I just say? Thanks well, for acknowledging. See, you were just so kind to me. And I was like, oh, what did I say that was so great? And then I realized, oh, you weren't talking about me. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, see? <laughs> I just like my cup runneth over now. Cup runneth over. I want to talk about something totally not about book of the week, but about the fact that we're so on the same wavelength <laughs> all of the time that we came to work dressed in the same outfits. We're just different animal prints. We're so I'm wearing... doing tiger and you are cheetah, and we're both wearing black, black tops. tops. Yeah, and black shoes. Like we yeah. all, yeah, it's just so twins today it needed to be, even though you'll never see it we needed to talk about it now on this this is not coincidence i did kind of steal from you because i did kind of get a glimpse of the book that you picked when i right. was trying to figure out mine so then it kind of conjured up what i was dealing like doing this weekend visiting family seeing my little nieces so there's a book that i wanted to talk about and it's a children's book and it is have you filled have you filled a bucket by carol McLeod. Yeah, this is a really great thing. <sighs> well, I, this was not on my radar, but I am well informed now because all weekend <laughs> my nieces were, oh, thank you, Auntie, for the candy. You filled my bucket. And I thought, well, what, what's this bucket they're talking about? Or they be 
arguing with a sibling and, you know, stop it. You're taking from my bucket. <laughs> so I, anyway, I looked it up. And so it's a, based on a book my sister told me, uh, How Do You Fill the Bucket by Carol McLeod. And it's just, the idea is that we all carry these invisible buckets and our behavior and our choices dictate whether we fill our buckets every day with positivity or negativity and with our choices and it's not only how people kind of along the same line as your book how people treat you but how you treat people too because you don't want to be taking from other people's bucket you want to be filling them with hope and happiness also right um so anyway that's why i kind of robbed from you but it was in (laughs) real life that's kind of what i was dealing with all weekend i i've never read that book but i have heard of that concept for adults of Mm -hmm. keeping your cup full like you can't right you can't help your you can't help other people if you're not taking care of yourself and i think that's well that's true too that's another angle for sure so yeah funny how a children's book just kind of goes across all the ages yeah it's so great National Indigenous Peoples Day is on Monday, June 21st, and I really wanted to just focus on Indigenous authors and books as well as educational resources. Mm-hmm. There's just, it's, there's so much of it in Alberta, especially. Um, and across Canada, there are so many amazing Indigenous authors of books for readers of all ages, like we just talked about really great children's books by Indigenous, indigenous authors. I can talk. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite resources for Indigenous literature is the Prairie Indigenous ebook collection. And you get that free with your library card, another mm-hmm. perk. So this co- collection consists of stories by Indigenous, author- Indigenous authors and writings about Indigenous culture. Sorry, I'm having to enunciate because my tongue is not working today. Um, so there, there's publishers in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Alberta. And I think that's amazing because there's just so much great content close to home. And we'll have the link to all of that. I also highly recommend checking out Richard Van Camp's SoundCloud page. So Richard is an author and a storyteller, and he has a lot of great audio content, including interviews with elders. Um, he gave us permission to talk about this when I was attending the Northern Lights Library Conference. And if you ever have the chance to listen to Richard Van Camp speak or just read any of his stories, I highly recommend doing it because you will leave the room just on a cloud of happiness. He is such a great speaker and a phenomenal person. Now, I might be steering this the wrong way, the, a different way than you want, but was this gentleman the one that you, uh, the person you were telling me about, that his stories, like a lot of his stories, were not conventional, like they were kind of a surprise, like they were not in a direction that you thought Kind of, of the stories yeah, they're right? just, yeah, there's so many Very creative ones. and very, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, it's just so uplifting. Um, there's also local resources to support, to support reconciliation and Powering the Spirit has a lot of information. So I will also share that link for the Empowering the Spirit websites. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of 
what this site is about that I, I got it right from the website. I, this is not my words. So the story of this site, Empowering the Spirit is a collection of resources curated to increase awareness and understanding of First Nations, Métis and Inuit histories, perspectives and ways of knowing. The collection of tools, videos and websites found within Empowering the Spirit lend support to teachers and school leaders as they endeavor to weave Indigenous knowledge systems into current practice. In celebration of the important connectedness of learning in the natural world and in appreciation of the Indigenous peoples who were the land's first keepers, the turtle icon serves as a symbolic guide to help navigate the site. The turtle is significant in many Indigenous communities as a crucial member of the creation story, viewed as knowledge, as a knowledge keeper and teacher. I didn't know that. Yeah, so... This is a long little bite, but yes. it's a really great website um, just to help you kind of understand the history of the land that we are on. Mm -hmm. And I really like the turtle creation story is just such a great. Well, it's something new. So yeah, I'll definitely explore mm -hmm. that and go on because that, that is something new to me. I, I never, um, for the creation story, I never associated the turtle so yes. that'd be a very interesting another little... really great way to learn about the turtle story is if the university of alberta has mm -hmm. their indigenous it's like it's called a mooc i think but if you do you just google it mm -hmm. and um it just teaches you so much about the history of canada about all of the like traditional indigenous stories a lot about the turtle story mm -hmm. um dan levy that's the, the, yeah. like the guy from Schitt's Creek yeah he, such he, yeah he is just he really encourages people to take this this course through the U of A and I did take it and mm -hmm. I learned a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. you just it's not taught in schools right. right now and it just brings you a little bit closer to the land and I think that's really right. neat so the last thing that I wanted to talk about is the talking rock tours and I have to say before we get started that I did email the fine folks at Talking Rock Tours and they were just so gentle and kind and like mm -hmm. encouraging because I just wanted to say like we want to talk about you. Yes. Are you okay with that? And connecting with them made me want to take these walks even more because they're such nice people. So the talking, like now that COVID is the, like the restrictions are lifting, it's nice enough that we can actually get outside and go on some yes. tours. This is a perfect time. Um, so I like there isn't a better time to talk about the history of Treaty 6 land and its people. And I'm going to share another quote with you guys just so that you can really get into what this tour is about. There's also a YouTube video that Alberta Tourism has posted about these Talking Rock Tours and like watch it is so good. So Talking Rock Tours is Alberta's first geo-educational hiking and sightseeing adventure company. They conduct educational small group tours while exploring some of Al central Alberta's geological wonders. They share its natural history and indigenous storytelling to create a truly unique holistic experience. The three main takeaways from every tour are science for the mind, stories for the heart, and the history of the land. Like, oh, isn't that cool? Nice little trifecta there. Yeah, so there's just, and it, it's all over. So if you go on the website, you'll see that like, 
there's stuff at the Edmonton River Valley. There's tours at Elk Island National National Discovery. There's kind of oh, you can go to Nordic. Like there's mm-hmm. place like there's so much history all across Alberta, and they will take you to most of it. Like it's okay. so cool. And I feel like I just kind of got a lot tongue-tied in that. But well, we got a lot of information here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nice that it's spread out. So for people, you know, Elk Island, I see the Badlands, Nordig. I mean, it's a broad area. Yeah, if so you don't for- want to stick to home and go to yeah. Edmonton, you can try like go all around. And there's different stories all over the place. So, yeah, highly recommended. Very interesting. I was kind of exploring the internet and there was a Canadian Indigenous website that I was looking at and there was a few things that I was kind of curious about and I found very interesting. So one, I knew we have three Indigenous groups in Canada, First Nation, Inuit and Métis, but what really blew me away was there are 634 First Nations communities in Canada. Like, let me repeat wow. that, 634, that yeah. blew me away. And this blew me away also. They speak more than 50 distinct languages. I honestly, I thought that like the number 50 would be higher. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, like that just blew me away, 50 distinct yeah. languages. But you thought, mind you, you have, a, you have more education in that area, so maybe there's, more informed yeah, There's too. just so much language, but like... 50 is a good number. Mm-hmm. With that. Now, I want to talk about something actually for a long time, and we've been holding this off for I've this specific this episode. So I saw this maybe a couple months ago. Um, it's called The Badland Guardian. And what it is, it's just absolutely amazing. This is a geographical work of art, and it was discovered through aerial photos on Google Earth. That's so cool. Yeah, and I'm going to give a shout out to the actual lady. I think she was actually in Europe who who saw it, and her name was uh, Linda Hickox, and she was using Google Google Earth and just looking at the Badlands, and she saw this um, geographical marvel, and uh, it's been a huge find. What I find funny is, um, so it, it depicts a picture of an indigenous male with a headdress. It's facing west. It is larger than Mount Rushmore. What? Yes, like this That's isn't crazy. some piddly little thing that you literally have to stumble upon. Um, <laughs> this is huge. Yeah. And uh, now I don't really weigh into stuff like this, and I'm kind of a loosey goosey. I'm like, ah, whatever, you be you. <laughs> But I got to tell you, I'm putting my foot down here right now, Brittany. Okay. They say in all the articles I read that this is a natural, natural occurring piece. Like, you know, the ice age came and just erosion and that. What? No. Like they're saying the rocks were like, let's draw a picture of a person. So I'm going to post the picture, a link for the picture and everybody can make their own decision. But I'm telling you. No, 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 no. Like, like there's I, no way because it's it's aesthetically a beautiful indigenous male. Like, okay, how on our last episode we were talking about the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah. Okay, the Fibonacci sequence was used in this. It's perfection. It is wow. a beautiful piece. Like, wouldn't you think if 
ice was scraping the earth and wind and all this. You're and, really involved in this. Oh, wouldn't you think the lips would be a little wonky <laughs> or an eye would be a little off? Like this is perfection. So there's like the saying, it's kind of like when somebody finds Jesus on their toast. No, like, they're saying that this was just a naturally occurring yeah, thing, yeah. like it's just a fluke. No, no, this is somebody who has like real artistry. Uh, you'll have to see it. Yeah, you tell me if you think that the earth was scraped by ice and just by accident etched this beautiful um, indigenous male with a headdress and feathers. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, I'm just going out there to say that and I know it sounds like I'm pretty passionate about it because I'm looking at it I'm thinking there is no way there's artists that couldn't even pull this off then alone by chance anyway interesting I reject you that are, Brittany you're very invested in the bad line and you. I will post it so people can make their own assumptions but they better have my same assumptions tell us oh, oh if <laughs> you kidding. think that she's wrong if you guys think Lorena is wrong can you please tell us um but it does uh it's it's just it's unbelievable so anyway this guardian of the badlands which by the way i think the name is awesome yeah i, agree. I think they picked a wonderful name uh it is located by medicine hat and it's located on the siska first nation grounds who are also associated with the blackfoot tribe and i wanted to take my family to go see this guardian yeah of the badlands but I'll just let our patrons and folks know that it is not accessible to the public. So we need to be very respectful yeah. of so the So the only way that you can view it is via the internet or Google Earth. Which is okay because now we have an excuse. I can like hang out in my sweatpants, <laughs> look at this beautiful creation. And come to the same conclusion I and did. I will have to agree with Lorena. You'll have to I see. I already do. I mean, I have no choice. You'll have to see it. It's five. perfection. Like, wouldn't you think a little eye would be a little off or a nostril? Or I'm not saying there's nostrils in it. I'm not saying it's that maybe. But uh, honestly, Lorena, at this point in the game, if you say I'm going to agree with you, I know I'm going to agree, agree with you. Okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate the support, Brittany. <laughs> I'm putting my blind faith in you. Anyway, I think everybody should take a look. I'll post the link so they can look at the Badland Guardian. Awesome. Thanks for sticking it out with us on this episode of Small Town Badger. Until next week, stay safe and be well, folks. Toodles. Toodles. If you have a community event, program questions, or something you would like to share with us at Small Town Banter, please email us at podcast at pclibraries.ca. That's podcast at pclibraries.ca.